we uh, wanted to have um, you know some time of fellowship with um, you who either are uh, already signed up for the internship or are still considering that's fine and um, we just like to impart some vision and burden concerning the internship and we felt that would be the best way to start uh, with a vision okay that will inspire us and will motivate us in everything we do during the summer okay as you will see in just in a few moments uh, the internship is not just a bunch of things things that we're going to do outwardly or activities although we will do a lot of things that is not the basis uh, the root of the internship okay we will see the internship the, the root of the internship, the basis, is a person whom we love, and that is Christ. Okay? So, first of all, I would like to read, uh, if you have your New Testament, either you, or your device, that's fine, you can open it. We're going to go to Matthew chapter 4, and we are going to try to keep this short, because I know, or we know that some of you have some commitments uh, after 8 p.m., so we would like to keep it short. Uh, after my sharing, we will get into one practical thing tonight, and that has to do with the Gospel of John reading challenge. And both Tina and I will fellowship with you uh, that practical thing, okay, after this sharing. So let's go, go to Matthew chapter 4. We have verses 18 through 22. Um, how about the, the ones who have the verses? Brothers, read 18. Go. While he was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, where they were fishermen. So here we have the brother, the, I mean, the Lord who saw two brothers. He's walking uh, by the Sea of Galilee and he sees two brothers. Okay? And then, sisters, verse 19. And he said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. Okay, here's something that the Lord says, okay? He speaks. He says, Come after me. And then he promises to do something with us. He will make us. Do you realize that the Lord will make you something? He will make you a fisher of men. And then, brothers, verse 20. And immediately leaving the nest, they followed him. Well, here we, we see the, the you know, um, the disciples respond to the Lord by following him. And then Sisters 21. And going on from there, he saw another two brothers, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, in the boat with Zebedee their father, mending their nets, it's very precious. He called them. You have to realize um, Peter um, and Andrew were not thinking about God's purpose. They were just taking care of their everyday, you know, business. Uh, so this is something that the Lord initiates. He comes to you. He sees you, right? And then he speaks something to you. He calls you. And based upon that, you respond to him. Um, Brother 22, go ahead. 
And immediately leaving the boat and their father, they followed him. Very good. So, uh, in these few verses, we I want to impress you with uh, the Lord's mercy, right? And his blessing of seeing you, of calling you, and even promising to make you something. In this case, a fisher of men, right? And then uh, our response to the Lord by leaving, you know, some things behind, either the nets or the boat, uh, you know, their parents, they left behind. So uh, I feel personally very, very privileged to be among a group of young people who have made a choice on how to spend their summer. In life, there are very few things that are worthwhile. Uh, There are very few things that you will remember without any regrets. And one of those things is the internship. It is up to you. It is your choice. The Lord, I believe, is walking on the quote-unquote Sea of Galilee on your college campus. And he has seen you. Caitlin, he has seen you. And he came to you, and he's calling you. Right? To each one of you. You have a personal call from the Lord. So he's calling you. He has a need. He has a purpose. Okay? And he's calling you. At the best time of your life, you will remember my speaking later on. This is the best time of your life. So he has been faithful and merciful to come and call you to follow him. Okay? And I assure you, you know, if you have decided to, uh, the way you want to spend your summer, in just a few years, you you will look back and will have no regrets on deciding to spend your summer by being in the internship. Okay? So, I hope you are a group of young people who experience this, you know, year after year until you graduate, that when you look back, you have no regrets. So that's how I feel among you. I feel that is a privilege, and I, I'm sure all the older ones, you know, the serving ones here among us, the staff members, we all feel the same way. That is a privilege to be among young people who have heard the Lord's call and are endeavoring to respond to Him. Okay? So that's concerning the internship. Now, uh, what is the internship? Well, if you go to the dictionary... It's just a training, training period in actual service. It's just an on-the-job training. Okay, um, I have a book here. Um, maybe I can show it to you. I really like this book. I got this book in 2001. It's an 1871 book. It's called The Training of the Twelve. The Training of the Twelve. Right, and it is, it is a wonderful book. 
from the 1800s. It says, exhibiting the 12 disciples of Jesus on their discipline for the apostleship. So, that's the, uh, the internship. Just that on-the-job training, right, is a period of gaining practical experience. And this is exactly what the Lord did 2,000 years ago. He held, we may say, the first internship program. And you and I have to be impressed with the triune God's strategy. He had a strategy. Okay? And the critical factor of his strategy is a small group of perfected people. That's his disciples. Okay? Well, imagine the Lord comes and he, of course, he lived here uh, normal perfect human life, about 30 years, and then he began his ministry. Then he had three and a half years to do something that will last until he comes back and that will impact the whole world. How do you do that? Just consider, just slow down for a moment and consider. You only have three and a half years. What will the triune God do to accomplish that? Well, he did not go for the crowds. He did not held, you know, big gospel campaigns. He could easily fill stadiums with 100,000 people and give tremendous messages. But instead of that, the triune God chose to just work and spend three and a half years with a small group of people. That, that was his strategy. Okay, so the Lord called these 12 And he spent three and a half years to blend them, to perfect them. He prayed for them. If you have read John 17, he prayed for his group of disciples. And he did this in three and a half years. That was his earthly ministry. You know, in doing that, he secured a successor. When he left... There was a small group remaining here on earth. Otherwise, it doesn't matter what he did in those three and a half years. Without somebody to be a successor of his work, everything comes to a dead end. There is no way to continue. That's it. That's over. Once he ascends into heaven, how can he continue his work here? But he spent those two and a half years to gain that group of people, okay, to train them. Okay? And that's what we intend to do with the internship. We want to give the Lord a way to train and perfect you. And you, you know, uh, in the process of the internship, and as the semester begins in the fall, you learn many lessons, uh, how to depend on the Lord and depend on one another, and so forth. We will see this in a moment. Okay? So today, <clears throat> the Lord is still using the same strategy on the college campuses. And the best way to reach students on the campus is through other students in the same school. It's not me. It's not Kyle. It's not Lisa. It's you. 
when I speak with a young person, right, on the campus, they are going to listen to me, but with, you know, with some suspicion, because they are thinking, you know, what is this old person doing here? <laughs> and when I speak about God, they will, in the back of their mind, will say, of course, you know, he's talking about God because he's old. He's about to die. <laughs> When I'm old as he's old, maybe I will begin to think about the afterlife, but not now. <laughs> so, you are the best ones. You are the Lord's strategy. He just needs some time to equip you, to perfect you, to train you. Because today, on the college campuses, you are... God's chosen people to spread His kingdom. You are His strategy. Okay? Well, <clears throat> you know, you, you have heard about the Lord's commission in Matthew chapter 28. And this is, you know, just uh, uh, go therefore and disciple all the nations. But do you realize that these command, this great commission was given to disciples, not just believers, but disciples. And you may wonder, well, I thought it was the same thing, but it is not the same thing. You see, in the internship, you will have the opportunity to learn how to become a disciple of the Lord Jesus. Not just a believer, okay? Um, <clears throat> in verse 16 of Matthew 28, he says, And the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain, where Jesus directed them. Right there you have the disciples mentioned. And then verse 19, is the famous verse, Go therefore and disciple all the nations. So this charge was given to disciples for them to make more disciples. Okay? And the internship is an opportunity for you to become a disciple. If you take a look on John chapter 8, right, uh, verses 30 through 32, actually, we are very familiar with verse 32 in the, on the tower, what it says. But you, do you remember the previous verse? Yeah, then Jesus said to those Jews who believe him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. There's a condition. Even verse 30 says, As he spoke these things, many believed into him. You have the believers. Many believed into him. Verse 30. Verse 31. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. So, you want to be a disciple of the Lord Jesus? You need to abide in his word. Okay? And that will lead us now into what I call a three-dimensional description of your normal and balanced experience in the internship. Three dimensions. If we get into this and experience these things, 
then we will be normal and balanced. Okay? Well, key verses. Mark chapter 3, verses 14 and 15. Could you please go there? Mark chapter 3, verses 14 and 15. Okay, verse 14, and I would, I would like to point out to you three key words here, or phrases. How about we all read together verse 14, go. Okay, so uh, if you either remember or write down or whatever, but these three things with him. They and send them three things with him, they and send them. Number one, with him. This means intimacy with Jesus. He wants to share his life with you. So he appointed 12. Number one, that they might be with him. And you as a young person, you're longing in the depths of your being for intimacy with the Lord Jesus. The second thing is they. That talks about community. Every human being longs for this. A real community life. It's not a matter of you individually, but it's a group of 12. Right? It's a they. So in the internship, you're going to labor not individualistically, but with them. With a group. Okay? With a community. And finally, send them. This is a matter of mission. Yes, we need intimacy, and we need community. But the Lord has a purpose. He has a commission. So He's going to send us. And these three things strike a chord in the heart of every young person on this campus. They all long for intimacy, they long for community, and they long for a mission. To find a purpose or a meaning of their lives. If there is something that characterizes this age, is that young people are afraid of and trying to escape from a life of meaninglessness. So here we have in one verse, intimacy, community, and mission. That is very attractive to anybody in this room who longs to serve the Lord Jesus. Okay, now we will see the diagram, the three dimensions. Okay. Um... So, number one, we said, with Him, right? I'm going to put, put here the Lord. That's one dimension. And I already told you the verse, John 8.31. You want to be a disciple of the Lord Jesus? Then you need to write this verse right here. John 8.31 
If you abide in my words, then you are truly my disciple. Okay? This points towards the Lord. This talks about our intimacy. A disciple in the internship, nothing will work if we don't have that. We need to contact the Lord. We need to come to Him and enjoy Him and touch Him and be revived by Him. We need to abide in Him. We need to abide in His words. He is a few. I tell you, nothing in the internship will work, neither in your Christian life, unless we have this matter. Settle, once and for all. We need to be with Him. We may, you may call it the with Him principle. In Mark 3.14, we have to be with, He called you to be with Him. Don't do things for me first. I want you with me. So when you say yes to the internship, remember that's the number one thing. With Him. is the with Him principle. The Lord wants you to be with Him. To abide in Him. To love Him. To contact Him. To be revived by Him. Because after all, what you will bring to others is not a set of doctrines or a new religion. It's a person. It's a relationship. So you must have that kind of relationship with your Lord whom you love. That's number one. So, do not make, do not think, do not accept the concept. The internship is just a bunch of activities. No. No, God will not be pleased with us. You need to write this verse also. Isaiah 57.20. Okay. It says, But the wicked are like the tossed sea. For it cannot be calm, and its waters toss up mire and mud. And the footnote in the recovery version is so precious. It says, The evil condition of the wicked is that they do not come to the Lord to eat and enjoy the Lord. They do many things. In the internship, they do many things, but they do not come to contact the Lord, to take Him, to receive Him, to taste Him, and to enjoy Him. In the sight of God, nothing is more evil than this. Oh, we don't want to be these people. Doing so many things for God, yet not coming to Him. So, remember, as we endeavor to... Because we're going to touch a lot of practical things. There will be now and in the two... You know, we're going to have two more sessions with you. Practical things. But I want you to remember the with Him principle. Number one, everything hinges on that. Okay? The more we contact Him and enjoy Him, the more He is mingled with us. And this, mingle, this matter of being mingled with Him determines our usefulness to God. When the measure of God in us increases, our usefulness also increases. Now, listen to this. The measure of God in us is the measure of usefulness. We have before Him. Do you want to be useful to God? I believe you do. That's why you are here. Well, you need more mingling with Him. The measure of God in you needs to increase. Okay, that's number one. Then let us move to the second dimension. Okay. It is right here. Horizontally. And here you have the they. You have the group. 
Okay? You have your, I'm going to put it here, companions. Okay? And there are some key words that I would like to write here for the Lord to abide in Him, to come, to enjoy Him. Here with companions, the key word is love. Sorry, maybe I should put it here. Love. What's the verse? This, this will impress you. Okay. John 13.35. Right here. You know that there are only three verses in the whole Gospel of John that tells you how you become a disciple. Only three verses. And those three verses match these three dimensions. This second verse, John 13, 35 says, By thee shall all men know that you are my disciples, if ye have love for one another. Right here, love. Are you a disciple? You know what? There must be love for one another. So what, what goes in here? Okay, well, the Lord spent three and a half years to blend that group that he was caring for, Right? That they will be built up together. Because the measure of our usefulness to God is also determined by how much we are built up with others. The service that God desires is not the service of a bunch of individuals doing things here and there. It's the service of a built up group of people. Do you mean business with being useful to the Lord? Then number one, the measure of God in you has to increase. That's why the with him principle. Then we need to be built up with others. That guarantees our usefulness to the Lord. Now, a lot of things go here with your companions. Behind this word, loving one another and being built up with others, there's a lot of dealings and many lessons. Because we are so, so different from one another. And we all have different opinions. So when we're trying to do things together, the self rises up with his multiple opinions. And so we need to learn to stop and fellowship, for instance. We need to learn to listen to one another. We need to learn to not insist, don't resist, enjoy Christ, and be one. A lot of things go here. It's just like a building. You know, you, you and I are all these stones with different shapes and uh, weights and sizes. And the Lord needs to do some cutting so that He can build something. Well, that cutting goes right in here. So the internship will offer you opportunities to learn to fellowship. Learn the meaning of coordination. Learn to stop. Learn to listen. Right? Learn to be, learn not to be so quick. Many things. Very precious, right here. Okay? Well, then the third dimension, um, that goes here. In Mark 3.14 is the word sent. He sent them. Okay? But this is uh, towards new ones. And that's where we're going to meet this summer. 
Uh, last year we met about, or when, well, there were about 8,000 freshmen that came to UT, maybe a similar number this year, but we're going to meet a number of people. And with this, we have just a few words. One is fruit-bearing, and the other is shepherding, okay? So we have fruit-bearing and shepherding, right there. And the key verse is in John chapter 15, right here. Verse 8. And this is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so you will become my disciples. You see? You bear much fruit, and so you will become my disciples. If you abide in my words, you are truly my disciples. In these men will know that you are my disciples, that you love one another. And when you bear fruit, then you are truly my disciples. This is the normal and balanced experience in the internship. What you will learn is to abide in Him, to love Him, to enjoy Him, to love one another and be built up together. And out of that comes, you know, fruit-bearing, gaining people, caring for them. That's the shepherding part. Okay? You can write the verse John 21, 15, right here. So our enjoyment of the Lord issues... When we enjoy Him, issues in fruit-bearing and shepherding, and issues in loving one another. That's why I said that's number one. Okay? We have to be a people of life, because everything we do is going to be dependent on life. Okay? Apart from Him, really, we can do nothing. Okay, now... Get this. When we contact people, we're going to bring them to what we are and what we do. You know what we bring this, Rachel? The new people here. I hope we're doing this with you, Rachel. We're bringing you this way for you to enjoy the Lord. Have you been enjoying the Lord? Love the Lord. Contact the Lord. Touch Him. Right? We're going to bring these new ones into a real community life. They are longing for this. Right? Many will, many will come from difficult situations at home. But here we have the real community life. The church life. Your companions. Right? So you bring them there. And then, guess what happens? They also come and pick up a burden next year, maybe, to gain other new ones. Rachel, I don't know if we have, we have reached that point with you, but I hope you have some burden for others. See, we bring them to the Lord. We bring them to enjoy a real community life, and then 
out of that, they also partake in the merit of fruit-bearing and shepherding. When that happens, you have reproduced yourself in others. And this process goes on and on and on. When you graduate, just as the triune God graduated, three and a half years, and he went up. (laughs) When you graduate, you have a successor. You have succeeded because there is a successor on that campus. Right? You have left a legacy. And what started in your freshman year, maybe, has really changed the world. (laughs) Because... Who can tell us? I mean, who can tell us where UK, UK Sam? Is that, can I call you like that? UK Sam? Okay. Who can tell us what will happen with UK Sam in years to come? Where he will go? Where he will end up? We, I don't know. There is a big potential with each person that we meet. How will the Lord use them? Where will, the, where will the Lord send them? These are they who follow the Lamb wherever He may go. Amen. You know, I believe the Lord is coming, you know, in a few decades. I venture to say maybe 2060, 2070. I will not be here. But you will be here. And the new ones you gain will be here. So we must secure a successor on that campus in this kind of a way. Okay? So, I'd like to close with um, prayer, maybe. Um, And again, letting you know how I feel being among you. Um, It's just a privilege to be here with you. And... um, you know, if you are still wavering concerning the internship, I hope my speaking tonight touches something in you. The Lord is still calling young people to follow Him. And I know there is some prize there. They left the nets. They left the boat. They left their father. But look at what happened. We are the fruit of that. Right? So I hope the Lord finds in so many hearts, uh, yes, Lord, I will follow you. Okay? Look for and long for a life of no regrets. Okay, okay very good. Let's uh, move on quickly to a practical um, matter that we need to fellowship with you. And what is Tino? Maybe Tino can help us. Is Tino around? Okay, Tino, come forward. Uh, it has to do with the Gospel of John reading challenge. And we need to make progress in this area and in many other areas. So, Tino, how about you? Okay. Just fellowship with us about that point. Okay. And we have a sample, I mean, the booklets here. Okay. We can give to each one. You want to pass them out now? Yeah. Okay, so now we want to just spend a little bit of time to uh, talk with you guys about the best part of the summer internship. Um, last summer, 
uh, Ty had a phrase, a numerical phrase yeah, yeah, okay. for uh, the John reading. Do you remember what that was, Ty? Um, what was it? What was the phrase, Ty? 21-30. So 21-30 means 21 chapters in 30 days. Okay. Well, I have another numerical phrase for you. Come on in, Connor. Okay. okay, so the phrase is this. Three verses 30. Three verses 30. So who knows what I mean by that? No. Three verses 30. So 21 and 30 is 21 chapters in 30 days. And we'll explain all that to you later. Three verses 30. What is that? Three verses 30 seconds. Uh, no? 30 minutes. Three what? Three what versus 30 what? Three versus Okay, let me tell you what it is. You ready? One versus ten. Not one, no, okay. Three versus 30 is three days versus... 30 days. Because, so for, listen, starting June, starting the first week of June, every week, there's going to be about a thousand freshmen that are going to come through UT. And we're going to be out there together as a group, having a lot of fun. We're going to meet all kinds of kids. And at best, if, if it goes really well that week, they're only here for about three days. Actually, less than that. Yeah. Technically, they're here for three days, but it's two full days and about yeah. Yeah. a half morning, and then they're gone. <coughs> so even if you meet a couple of kids, and you're having a good time with them, and you're talking, and they're coming to the Ice Cream Connect, and they're coming to the welcome dinner, and so forth, at best, you may have three days of conversation with them. That's it. And then they're gone. Yeah. And you will not see them. We won't see them again for probably about two months, at least. Two months, or at most, two months. Okay. And you know there's a phrase that says, absence makes the heart grow Okay, well, not in this case. Not in this case. In this case, is absent makes the heart go yonder. Yonder. They just, it goes yonder. You can write that one down. <laughs> okay. And so the problem is, we had a great time with them. So let's say I meet, I meet Jose Luis in the summer. So for like the next three days, we're talking, we have a great time. But then he has to go home. Yeah. Okay? And then, listen, and then the next week, another thousand kid comes through. Yeah. And the week after that, another thousand. So he goes home for like, let's say, two months. By the time I see him again, if I see him again, it's been two months. And by the time I see him again, I have seen like 8,000 other kids. I'm not going to meet them all, but there's a lot of kids that are going to come through UT. Yeah. So then... What do you think is going to happen when I try to hit him up and say, hey, remember me, by the way? Yeah. First of all, I may never want to do it because I may not remember him. And most likely, <laughs> when I hit him up, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Who is this? Yeah. You get that before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what the, John, what the John Bible Reading Challenge does is and it's very simple it's super simple but basically sometime and we're, we're going to give you guys a lot more details but sometime during the two and a half three days they're here in our conversation with them we eventually invite them to join us in reading the bible 
Just one book of the Bible, John 21 chapters in 30 days. That's it. But what that does is that gives me 30 additional days to have an interaction with Jose. And let me tell you a secret. Relationships are built on conversations. Convos is, are what build relationships. Yeah. And so because I have, I get to have a chance of going back and forth. Okay. And listen, it, it's probably not going to be every day. You yeah, know, if I, sure. when I look back at what I did last summer yeah. with Jeremy King and John Pullen, the two, the two brothers that I had my reading with, some days they miss, but every day I sent them something. And after like three days, I'm like, hmm, not hearing anything from them. So I might just hit them up. Hey, you okay? Everything's good? And then like, oh, yeah, so I got caught in this and so forth. But what it does is over 30 days, I begin to build my relationship with them. And they begin to build my, their relationship with me. And our relationship is built around the, the, word. the word. The word. The convos of the word. Okay? So it's awesome because, listen, there is not a better way to build a relationship with another person than through the word of God. So it's super easy. Right. It's super fun. And uh, I'll just end with this. So, um, so Jeremy, I think some of you know Jeremy. Jeremy, I started the John reading with him the week when he went back. So we met him that week. Then the following Monday, I started. That'd be June 11th. I started with Jeremy. John, I met him the week after that in the following orientation. So then I start my uh, John reading with him June 17th. Okay. 30 days later, I'm done with one. Another week, I'm done with the other one. And as soon as I'm done with them, because I had 30 days of just going back and forth with them, you know what we did after that? We had more conversations. So actually, those 30 days gave me another 30 days. So like for over the next 30 days, I was just hitting them like, hey, what's going on? I just played some Ultimate with some bros, had a lot of fun, da-da-da-da. And they just hit me back. And now, instead of just talking about what the word is, I'm going to talk to them about what's going on in my life, yeah. what's going on in your life, and so forth. So that by the time they come back in August, <clears throat> and when I hit them up, it's just like, hey, what's up? You know what I mean? It's not strange, like, who's this guy? And I can't remember you, like, why you want to get with me? You know what I mean? So this actually is, like, one of the easiest things to do. It's probably the secret to the entire internship. Because what it does is it allows... God to build two people together in a related way through His living word.